0: you're listening to All Things Latina Podcast, where every week you will learn about topics relating to business, career, and lifestyle, while at the same time receiving a kick of motivation. If you're ready to pursue your dreams and goals, then you are where you need to be. I'm your host, Tani Estefi, a traveler, digital guru, and hot Hola, hola. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about a hair product line that I have been loving called Cantu Beauty and their avocado collection with pure avocado oil, shea butter, aloe, mango seed butter, and olive oil to help hydrate, define, and seal in moisture. Many of you ladies listening can probably relate to the struggle of having wavy to curly hair and it can get tangled and not to mention how damaged and dry your hair gets After you've dyed it so many times from going light, then back to dark again. If you can relate to any of these situations, then I recommend this product for you. I have personally been using their products for the last several months and it's made a huge difference in my hair. After I wash my hair, it comes out super hydrated and super smooth. Therefore, I highly, highly recommend for you to check out their products. What I love about Cantu Beauty is that they've been a trusted go-to texture hair care care solution brand for the entire family for over 10 plus years. Cantu's mission is to relentlessly provide higher quality curl care at a great price. This brand is known to educate and empower users to be their naturally beautiful selves. You can join the Cantu crew by heading over to their website www.cantubeauty.com to learn more. It's www.cantubeauty.com ycom to learn more. Episode 25. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to follow Tani and Steffi on Instagram for updates on upcoming podcast episodes and inspirational reminders. We all know that job hunting, not to mention job interviews, can all be nerve-wracking, but the exciting part of it all, aside from getting a new job, is the amount of money that you will be making. Am I right? When that offer letter is sent to you with salary and benefits, you either are happy with the offer and you accept, or you feel indifferent about the proposed offer and benefits, but you don't know how to negotiate or address any concerns. If you have ever been in that scenario and can relate and want to learn how to get a better deal, then you are on the right episode because I will be giving you tips on how to evaluate and negotiate a job offer. Something that I have learned throughout my career has been to be fearless and unafraid to ask for what you're worth. So listen in and let's not wait any further and let's get started. I really want to talk about the topic of negotiation when it comes to job offers, because women in general tend to hold back on negotiating salary or asking for a raise. And I'm here to shed some light and knowledge to you in effort to help you get the offer that you deserve, whether it's now or in the future. I can tell you that I used to be very shy to even try to negotiate salary or ask for a raise just because I was afraid of what they would think. And it wasn't until I began to really see my worth and potential that I began to take a stand and negotiate. So if you are in the same situation that I used to be in, then stay tuned because the tips that I will be giving you today are combined with my own personal take and suggestions from several Harvard Business Review articles. Some of the principles that I want everyone to keep in mind in the evaluation and negotiation process is to think about what exactly you want from the role from minimal to long-term. And then we will go into more detail on what I mean by that. So also don't ignore the red flags coming from the employer. Remember that this is a two-way street and not just one way. You have to make sure that the employer is also a good fit for you. What career strategists in the Harvard Business Review article said was that when an employer extends a job offer to you, they have essentially, quote unquote, okay, fallen in love with you or they are just fascinated by you. So they have psychologically committed to you already. And this is a critical moment, meaning that this is the point that this is the point in the offer where you have more leverage to shape the job description that you want and also negate negotiate the salary and benefits. Now, keep in mind that you can always have more leverage at the beginning of a new job versus when you are already hired. When you've you're already hired, it just becomes a little bit more complicated and you may not really get what you want. So this is the perfect moment to ask for what you want and negotiate what you want. Now, what you wanna do next in the evaluation process is think about your life in general. Think about your career and personal life. So now maybe you're wondering, well, what does my personal life have to do with anything in this moment, in this stage of negotiation? And let me tell you, it has everything to do with your personal life, because the amount of money that you make will reflect on your personal life and the amount of time you spend at work will also reflect on your personal life. So think about it in terms of quality of life. Think about it of what you want in life and what kind of work you want to be doing. Also, no job offer is ever perfect, okay? but you can try to make it as ideal as possible for you. And I'll be giving you some suggestions on how you can evaluate the job offer and also see if the job in general is a good fit for you or not. First, have an open mindset and always keep a positive attitude. That's always essential in negotiation, okay? Just keep an open mind, be positive. Recognize that with a new job offer comes perhaps a new phase in your life. And even though they have officially offered you the job and let's say you're not completely okay with the offer, you still want to keep a positive enthusiasm. What you don't want to do is offend them in any kind of way or give any kind of negative vibe or behavior to the hiring manager or the HR representative, because this can easily come across as if you're not someone that they can compromise or maybe work with or even as someone that's not committed. So the next thing you want to do is be methodical. So what I mean about being methodical is that you need to think and evaluate what is more important to you in your professional and personal life. Now, according to career experts, they say that people tend to focus on the dollar amount, but it is useful to ask, what is this value to me? After all, money is only one component of career satisfaction. So Remember that there's many components to career satisfaction. And of course, money is one, you know, it's it's a big one. But very often when it comes down to um, you being unsatisfied in your career or your job, you sometimes feel like I would rather make X amount of money and be excited to go to work in the morning versus making X amount of money plus 10 percent commission and then hate your job. So you really have to evaluate, take a step back and really think about that now some other very important components for you to consider in the process of evaluating and then negotiating your offer are of course we we talked about salary but also job descriptions like like job duties what exactly are you going to be doing another one that's very very important is corporate culture Right. And I'll go I'll talk a little bit more about corporate culture and then also flexibility. What kind of flexibility does this job offer to you? Now, let me elaborate a little bit more on salary. So let's say, for example, they offer you eighty thousand dollars for a project manager role. OK, let's just throw that in there, that role in that amount. What you need to do here is really figure out if that amount is worthy of your knowledge and your skills. Also, you need to do your research and find out what the average rate and what the and what the high rate of that position pays in your designated market. Now, it's also great to do research on what the role pays on a national scale to just have a little bit more of an idea. So this will give you some leverage when negotiating your salary accompanied by your skills, your knowledge and overall uh, your overall experience. So also there's uh, I want to throw this out there. So, you know, there's some websites that have great insights on position salaries such as Glassdoor, Indeed and Salary.com. Okay. So let's say best case scenario, they are right on the dot with the salary expectation. You have to make sure that you understand the job description. The corporate culture and the flexibility. And I tell you why that's important because even if the job pays above average, so let's say they pay well and you're just like, oh, yes, they're paying above average. They're paying, you know, they're giving a good salary that you're content with. You have to ask yourself, will it be worth it? Because what if the work doesn't have flexibility? What if the job, they're long hours, they're over, like, What if, you know, so you have to see really what you want. If you don't mind, then then great. But you have to, you know, that's what I'm telling you. Really think about it. What if you don't fit in with the corporate culture? So this is why you really have to figure out and do your research and really ask questions about the job description. But all of this you're doing prior to the job offer. You you have had to already done your research in the interview process or before the interview process. Now, let's dive into a little bit more on the what I mean by job description. So when you interview, this is the perfect time for you to ask key questions to find out what exactly you will be doing or what exactly the expectations are. Now, will you be managing a team? Will you be managing one or two people? Will you be traveling? Will you be working long hours? Will you be working weekends or not? So you really have to identify all of these things in the interview process. And if you need help on how to ask these questions throughout your interviews, I recommend you check out one of my previous episodes on how to ace your job interview. I give you several tips on questions you can ask to identify more of the needs or more of the responsibilities in the job, the corporate culture and the expectations. So anyway, having this kind of insight will also help you make a decision that's best for you and get the offer that's best for you. Maybe there's some kind of specific task that you want to focus on in the role and perhaps there's something that they can accommodate you with more once the the negotiation process begins. Now, the next component that's very important is corporate culture. And I know I've been talking about this since the beginning of the episode. But what I mean by this is begin by doing research on the company, the size of the company, the mission, the vision, their values. Do your research on those same websites, the same websites that I mentioned earlier, Glassdoor, Salary.com. Indeed, they'll give you, you know, sometimes they have like a, not sometimes, but they actually do have a review section of previous employers that have interviewed or that have worked there. And you'll be able to like get kind of some insight of what the company is like, because you'll be you'll be surprised the kind of information that you find. So you'll you'll find out things like, is it a good office environment? What's the management team like? What's the CEO like? And this is all very important because in the long run, it may affect your job. You you might be, let's say, let's say you're making the amount of money that you want to make. But the environment in the office isn't great. You're not really going to be happy. And I can tell you that based off of experience. Um, I worked for a company. I won't mention any names, but I worked. I, I worked for a company several years ago where the name, you know, the name is well recognized. And I was very happy. I'm like, oh, my God, this is my dream job. This is so cool. But when it came down to the corporate culture, it, it wasn't, it wasn't what I was expecting. And I didn't care how much I was getting paid. I cared, you know, about being happy in my workplace. And I didn't realize that until I was there in that situation. So um, that's why I mentioned corporate culture. It's very important because essentially you're spending most of your time, you're spending a big chunk of your time at work and you want to be able to be happy to go into work because that just reflects on, you know, your, Your job at the end of the day. So, and then another important component to this is the flexibility. Okay. And under flexibility, we have vacation and other company perks. For example, you need to evaluate if the vacation time is important to you or how much vacation time is important and review that in the in the offer letter that they send you. If you're not fully content with, let's say the vacation time, then this is something that's also negotiable. It's not always guaranteed, but it's worth the shot. So see if a company, see also if a company has perks or if they can offer you something that may be flexible for you maybe it's going into work a little bit earlier, or you can leave a little bit earlier on certain days. Maybe you want to work from home once a week or every other Friday, something like that. Remember that there's nothing wrong with you negotiating or asking for something that, you know, will make will accommodate you. Okay. So for me, I believe all in work life balance. So there are there always has to be some kind of balance. You can't be work where we work or just fun, 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 fun. There has to be be a balance, okay? And I can tell you this from experience that it is much easier to make these kind of requests at the beginning when you get hired, versus when you already have some time in the job. And even if you've proven yourself in the job, it's always harder to make these kind of requests once you're in, once you're in the company. So really think about this at the beginning stages. So this is why I'm giving you that tip because I worked for a, a company, right? So this is another company. Um, Great company, great job, great role, but it got to a point where I was feeling really stressed and I needed a little bit more flexibility and life balance. Um, I put in several requests and I, I already had several years inside um, in, in that company and I put some requests regarding raise, regarding flexibility with work hours and working from home. And even though I got most of my requests approved, it wasn't easy. It was a long process. It was a series of negotiations to to get them to work with my request and to actually get a raise. So it's not impossible, but I'm telling you now, it's easier to do it in the early stages upon you getting hired. Now, let me give you a plot twist, okay? So let's say you try to negotiate and the employer, your that new employer that sent you the offer letter, comes back with no, different no's to your request. So for me personally that's a red flag for you to overlook so keep an eye open keep an ear open for these kind of red flags don't like i would say sure it's exciting right it's always exciting to start a new job but always always be be aware of these red flags because this just means that in the long run they're probably going to be non-flexible and you have to evaluate and reconsider if this is something that you really want so now, now that you get to the stage of knowing exactly what you want. So, right. So let's say you've already self-analyzed and everything, you know, exactly what you want in the role. You know, you bring out your experience and you, you know, what your ma- monetary value is for your skills and your knowledge. And also corporate culture, remember that you always want to maintain a cheerful and confident attitude when addressing your needs in the negotiation process. And I'll give you several examples on how to approach your negotiation. So first things first, you have to go in knowing which cards you're gonna put on the table and what will follow. You have to have a strategy here. So you can't just go in saying, I want this and I want that because no one likes someone who is demanding. I don't care how good you are at your job, you can't go in demanding anything. OK, so it's all about collaboration. It's all about um, combining and finding a mutual agreement. Right. With with the employer. So also keep in mind, always be respectful and professional. Maybe I don't need to say that, but maybe I do for those, you know, that need a little reminder. And because at the end of the day, you are providing a service for to them for a monetary value. Now, there's a difference. I want you to keep in mind that there's a difference when you're negotiating with an HR administrator or a recruiter versus a hiring manager. So one thing that you always want to bring to the table when you're speaking and negotiating with a hiring manager are the ideas that you have on how you plan to solve a problem for the company. Okay. And you should have determined this in your interview process with the questions that you ask. I'm telling you, if you have not heard my episode on how to ace your job interview, then listen to it after this episode because I tell you exactly how to identify a challenge that you may help solve in your role. Therefore, make sure that you have identified possible problems the company needs help with and be ready to provide the solutions. And I'm not saying have the whole solution mapped out, but at least have idea starters. Okay. At least have idea starters. And now, let's say if you're dealing with an HR administrator, let's say that they're set in the salary offer, but it's also important for you to grow in your career, then you want to propose a statement like the following. And I'll give you an example statement on something that you can say if they're like, oh, well, this is kind of it. Then you want to see, well, if, if you're like, I really want the job, but this is the salary, um, but let me see how else I can grow in my career. If you're willing to compromise, then what you wanna say is something along the lines of, the salary you're offering is great, but I wanna keep developing in this role. I can imagine some possibility that might make the job a little bit more palatable, such as having access to a mentoring program, a rotational program, or even educational allowance which of this might be possible? Right. So once you say that, you're also gauging what they can provide for you. Again, if the answer is no, no, no on everything, then that is a red flag. Remember that negotiation may sound intimidating. I get it. The word may sound intimidating or intimidating to address, but it's all about communication here. And if you are a professional, then there's nothing wrong with you trying to find a common ground with the employer. It's all about compromise. And if the employer does not want on a compromise. Then the job may not be a fit for you unless you're okay with not to compromise and you're okay with the offer, then that's a different story. But remember, if you do at the end of the day, let's say that you do decline the offer, make sure to do it kindly and politely, no matter what the discussion was. It it doesn't matter. You never want to burn a bridge. Always be kind and respectful. Also, keep in mind that you can negotiate every single little thing, right? So keep an open mind and make sure to come down to an agreement that does work for you at the end of the day. And also something that's very, very, very important. Let's say once that you've already negotiated, let's say salary or expectations, anything that you have negotiated and you agreed on, stick to your word because there's nothing worse than going back trying to say something that you already agreed on. That just looks horrible. So that, that's why I want you to self analyze yourself and so, and analyze the position that you interviewed for. And, and here's a very valuable statement when negotiating that I want to give to you. It's not, it's not really what you ask for. It's how you ask for it that will make a difference. So make sure to be well prepared. Be confident, well-mannered, respectful, and constructive. At the end of the day, you don't want to come across as arrogant or unlikable because I can tell you right now that that won't get you anything, right? That won't get you any kind of um, benefit towards you. And also lead with your gut feeling, right? So something that I've learned is that your gut feeling never lies. But really, you know, that comes with self-analyzing, analyzing the position, um, you know, checking out how the the company expresses themselves. And yeah, so there you go. I really appreciate you listening and best of luck on your next job offer, evaluation and negotiation. And remember that if someone else can accomplish something, why not you?